Welcome to the Motif Podcast. We support the healing, well-being, and connection among women of color by sharing their stories. I am your host, Shanetta McDonald. Here you'll hear from women of color who are navigating the world just like you. We hope you feel seen, we hope you feel heard, and we hope you feel connected. Hey y'all. So I cannot believe that we've shared 20 stories on this podcast since our launch last November. I've been thinking back to when I first had the idea for Motif and what I've realized is that there is no way I would have known the impact that the stories from these women of color would have had, not just on you, but also on my life. My intention was for this community to get something out of the conversations, and in turn, I have gained so much as well. And now it's time for a mini break (laughs) to rest and reset. So this episode officially wraps up our season one of the Motif podcast. And to honor that, I thought it would be only right to highlight some of our most impactful words of wisdom I've personally gained from our storytellers. As I mentioned earlier, I've learned something from pretty much every single one of the conversations I've hosted, but the snippets I'll share with you in a moment have really resonated with me the most. First up is Jasmine Imani, a conscious creator and owner of Jazz Imani Beauty, and also one of my closest friends. My conversation with Jasmine was the first episode of the podcast, and we talked a lot about walking through fear, which I can literally never hear enough of. I mean, I always tell people just to do it. There's a new thought that I'm going through, and I, as I'm reading, I see other people are going through. I think we're at a moment where everybody thinks they need to run their own business. Everybody thinks yeah. they need to be an entrepreneur. That's, I don't think that's everyone's calling, but I think a lot of people will go that way because it's really what's pushed in front of us nowadays. But if there's something in you, I say try, because if you fall, it's okay. People have to get comfortable with um, failing. It's just like, just get comfortable with it. I've always said I'm okay with like jumping off the cliff because you got to understand at the end of the day, it's not the end all be all of things. So everyone should try it. But like the self work, I think if you can connect with yourself on a certain level, you'll know which way you want to go with things. And it's okay to just go try things. Like we should feel a little more free about trying those things. I know there's a lot of things that stop us from being as free as we should be. With Claudia Morales, founder of Social Justice Healing, we affirm the importance of having patience with ourselves as we navigate through our healing journey. It's a practice. And thank you for saying that because um, our self-care is a practice. I know that can be in some ways disheartening for folks out there like, thinking that it's going, it might take a lot, but at the same time, it's like, if not towards you though, then what, you know, it's like, if it's for your job, a lot of people would do almost anything to keep their job, but they question the same amount of service and care for their own well-being. And so I think it's great that to claim as many tools as possible and to activate all of your senses towards healing and just moving in that direction. Because I, I mean, I agree these, these times are so, so layered and complex that it's going to take a lot, but 
you're so worth it. Every single person is worth caring for. We all have a lot of tools to gather and, and shift too. Like if, if we notice something's not really quite working the way it used to, if we get bored of something, like just follow the tools that, that are really giving you life. And I think leaning into that is really healing in itself because we start to listen to ourselves. We start to listen better to our bodies. Um, sometimes it's just auto correction. I think the practice of learning to become a therapist was helpful in that it's not about perfection. It's called a practice for a reason. We're going to like activate our senses and we're going to amplify our internal medicine that we all have and really make those take more of a center stage than we've allowed them to be in the past. And that's one of the gifts I think of COVID in a way is that people are in a reckoning with themselves. I think that that's why there's more white people in the Black Lives Matter movement now feeling a sense of a call of accountability, which is wonderful, uh, rather than being so destabilized, because that's a trauma response, you know, being so destabilized by just the mere mention of something difficult is a trauma response. And so, um, but the only way to heal from trauma is to, is to really like feel it and, and experience it and kind of see what's on the other end of that, not end the conversation there. It's okay to be uncomfortable if we're like going towards this destination of of our, our shared humanity. You know, we have to. Adina Diaz of Natural Feeling Spa and Guided Flame Co., and also a close friend of mine, reminded us that we do know what's best for ourselves, even though we doubt it sometimes. And that by tapping into our intuition, we can discover the clarity that we need for decision-making. I would say if you have an urgency on changing something in your life, listen listen and be open to it and just honor the process and give yourself grace while going along doing it. Cause it's not going to be easy, but there's a reason why you get those little nudges. That's your ancestor. That's your, you know, spirits, your spirit guides, the universe, that's your conscience telling you and guiding you. And don't shut that out. Like allow that to be loud if it needs to be, it will be. And it'll give you little signs here and there and just, you know, allow yourself to, to be okay with it. And, you know, it's doesn't mean that it has to be easy or, or hard. It could be super easy, you know, but just give yourself that grace of like allowing yourself to be able to experience something different. I think that all of us get so stuck. And that was the thing out of this whole entire you know, downtime that we've all had is stillness to be with our actual selves and learn so much about who we are as individuals, as women, as women of color. And so allowing that energy that we've been able to like experience and allowing all the signs and all of the change to come is, it's a beautiful thing. Change is beautiful, but it's, it doesn't come with, Mm. you know, without having some ups and downs. So Yeah, I would just say, allow yourself to just dive in. Healer and seer Dr. Rosales Mesa encouraged us to think about the ways in which colonialism has programmed us to put ourselves last and consider new ways of thinking about how to preserve ourselves and live abundantly. So I think it's this, it's definitely this unlearning because I think Black Indigenous women of color don't realize it's funny. One of the most common reactions that I get to to my work is, 
I never realized that colonialism impacted me. Like I never knew that that's what I was experiencing. And, and so what I want to say to those that are listening is that even if maybe this is new to you or, or maybe it sounds scary to you of like, oh, colonialism, I'm not a person that resonates with that. It still impacts your life. It's still a way that you've been trained to operate in the world. And so really unlearning and healing that of like why you feel guilty for setting boundaries, you know, like why is that so hard? Like all of that is, is, you know, part of the, the intergenerational trauma we carried. Um, and so one is that unlearning you know, and learning and becoming aware, becoming conscious of how colonization still impacts you today, how colonization impacted your family and how that really is related to what you're struggling with right now. Mm. And I want them to know that so that they don't internalize, you know, because this is what the systems do. If you struggle in the systems the systems make you believe like there's something wrong with you and that you're doing it wrong or you're not successful because you're not working hard enough or you, you know, whatever it is, it's because a fault that you carry. And so if they are able to learn that the system is created to make you feel that way so that you're more vulnerable to being exploited, then I think they could, they could, like, I feel like an exhale whenever <laughs> women of color really learn about my work and start to engage, like it, it's tension in their body that begins to let go. The multi-talented Maura Chance simply gave me life. <laughs> and in particular, she shed light on the good and the gifts that 2020 gave us, despite it being an extremely tough and challenging year. I think if anything, not just COVID, it's like, that's all we're doing in this world. That's all we can do in this life is the best we can. And when you realize the fragility of life, when you mm. when you realize, I, I'm sure COVID in some ways, well, it's very hard. You're, a lot of things we like, that don't even matter. That ain't even important. This could be an email. This could like, it, yep. it, it allowed us to pull back and say like, oh shit. What really matters and reminds us of like the moment, the people, the mm-hmm. you know, things that sometimes just got lost in just the movement, the busy. Yes. It was, yep. COVID was a time and still is. I'm not, I'm, I said it like it's the past. <laughs> COVID stillness, the stillness of 2020 is something that I don't think many of us will ever really sit with that like we will probably never have stillness like that again in our lifetime. Nope. In our lifetime, there will likely never be a time. (laughs) And especially if you live alone like me, where you're going to have that much time by yourself. (laughs) You just won't. So, you know, it was, it was very tragic, but I also count it as a gift. Tulani Alisa, VP of Social Media at Fox Entertainment, was such a breath of fresh air, sprinkled with optimism. <laughs> I walked away from our chat feeling so empowered to act on the things that interest me, no matter how big or small or intimidating it may be. 
you guys, not a lot of shit is luck, but like that that's a bit of luck. I mean, it's a little bit of luck and it's a little little bit bit of like follow through, right? And so and that's the thing. I think, you know, when people there's this book that was talking about like if you have an idea and you don't do anything with it, it's almost like a lie. Like it can float away to someone else. But feeling where you're always like, I have that idea. You probably did. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you just sat on it or you didn't do anything. And so I love that thought of like, have an idea and do something with it or be willing to see it somewhere else. Right. Or, or see someone else do, do what you thought you would do with it. And, you know, it doesn't have to, doesn't mean you have to like every day you're coming up with new stuff and throwing out ideas. But it does mean is that if you are passionate or you're thinking about it, it's on your heart or it's something that like, you know, could improve the space around you, improve your life. It's not going to hurt to just take a few steps to get there. And it can be small steps. Like that email for me, it was like, hey, it's just a small step. It took me five minutes and, you know, whatever happens, happens. So I think a lot of times people get so in their heads about what if everyone hates it or what if this doesn't work or what if I don't hear back? And yes. it's like, we we can't live in the what if, you know? And so, you know, it's it's luck along with follow through and along with just, you know, speaking that positivity that you have in yourself into the universe. And last, but certainly not least, my time with Stephanie Quintana helped me to remember that faith without works is dead. And we have so much more control of our lives than we think we do. What's an important part of your story that you would want women of color to know? The most important thing would be that there's nothing that makes me so exceptionally special that I did this because of that. It is that I made a goal and I set like a a North star and I was undeterred from getting there. Nobody was going to stop me from getting to what I wanted. And I wasn't, and I did take knocks. Like I you know, I know how much easier it is for my white bodied colleagues than me because I've, I've seen it. I've seen how easily their career trajectory has moved. And I know that it's not coming from my lack of talent. And I just push forward because I know that by pushing forward, I, I like allow there to be a wake for other people to come into. And I do think that it's, I'm just like the next person. It's important for people to know that because it's easy to see somebody and go, well, they, maybe they've had something more than, than me. Mm -hmm. Maybe they come from a better background. Maybe they come from more this and everybody has some advantage. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has a thing that they can lean into that like brings them forward. But my base level, my parents gave me a lot of love and a lot of support but they were never able to like financially bankroll me. <laughs> um, they were never able to open, you know, my parents didn't have friends who worked at Vogue when I wanted to work at New York Fashion Week. I got real scrappy. And so I think it's just that embrace the scrappiness of it. Don't be ashamed of yourself. Like move forward with grace and humility and don't be afraid to shine and be loud. Don't let, I mean, truly, I think the most important thing is don't let anybody dim your light. Be yourself fully. And if somebody has a problem with that, it's fine. Move on to the next one. And scarcity is not a thing. And as a black woman, as a brown woman, I think it's easy for it to feel like if I don't get this, then I won't get another opportunity. It's important to know 
that there will be another opportunity, even if you're carving it out of the concrete yourself, you can make it happen. And there are so many more gems I can share with you from all of our storytellers. So please do check out some of our previous episodes if you haven't already or you've missed any. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your support of the Motif Podcast, and thank you for being a part of this community. I am so honored to hold space for your stories to be heard. Be sure to tune back in in a few weeks for the launch of season two with even more impactful storytellers that I hope you'll enjoy. Until then, stay well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Motif Podcast. We hope you heard what you needed to hear. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review. To find more stories from women of color, sign up for our newsletter on OurMotif.co and visit us on social at OurMotif. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.